Hi, I'm Wrighton McMahon, and this is Emma Martinez. Um, today we have our podcast over um, the island of Burke. So with the island of Burke, the Vikings um, background, um, we will touch up on a specific person. His name is Bogart the Bold. He basically manipulated dragons into um, doing whatever he wanted. Um, he manipulated a Gronkle, which they are more friendly and nice, and they are very persuade- persuasive when you use um, or when you give them anything they want. And that's really the first time that we see dragons being trained, but not trained, more of manipulated. So the dragons lived in three main places. Um, there was the Red Death Nest, the Belgian Beast Nest, and the Hidden World. The Red Death Nest is a large island that is ruled by a Red Death, of course. And the Red Death can control dragons to do its bidding and bring it food. Um, the Bewilder Beast Nest is more of a sanctuary where dragons go if they are hurt uh, or if they've been injured by some sort of, I don't know, a trap from dragon hunters, or even if they have dragonettes or baby dragons, uh, they can go there to raise them in peace. And finally, the hidden world, which we believe is Thor's well, but we're not too sure because it only goes down a few feet. Uh, we might we think that it might have been sealed off by dragons, uh, and that seems to be the last place of known dragons, and that's where they've come from, and that's where they've gone. So amongst the dragons, the king is toothless, and there are different classes of the dragons. There's the stalker class, um, the boulder class, the fear class, the shark, title, mystery, strike, and alpha. For the stalker class, um, the dragons are like fire dragons. They can emit fire along their bodies or they shoot like a big flame of fire from there. And then the boulder class, um, that consists of the gronkle that we talked about earlier. Um, Their bodies are more like a rocky and all that. And then fear class, um, they're more um, scary dragons. They have like um, uh, fangs, giant fangs and all that. And then sharp class, um, they're a little bit more um, like um, they have sharp um, scales and all that. Um, And we have tidal class, which is water dragons. They rarely come out of the water, but sometimes you might be able to spot one when searching for food or uh, a mate. Uh, Mystery class is a class that's not known much about. Uh, Their mystery class dragons are very hard to train, and there's very few trainable ones, including the hideous Zippleback. Strike class is an ambush-type class, where there are a lot of ambushing dragons, uh, and everybody's favorite is in there, Toothless. Uh, And finally, we have Alpha class. This is the only class with only four dragons. These four dragons 
are the uh, Red Death, then the Screaming Death, the Bewilderbeast, and finally the uh, Forever Wing, which is not shown in any of the movies, but it is mentioned in a series called How to Train Your Dragon, Race to the Edge. Amongst the Burkeans, their chief is a Stoic, and until he dies, um, his son Hiccup had it. Um, he inherits being chief when he died. Uh, we have recently discovered a new dragon. It is called the Swiftwing. It, we classified it in the mystery class, and um, um, we believe that it, it still lives currently in Fair Island, and they're most famous for bird watching. That's why um, there have been sightings of them. And Fair Island is an island just off the northern tip of Scotland, um, and that seems to be where Burkhead was, but it has gone through a lot of geological change, so it's hardly recognizable. Um, the dragons, we have um, named a group of dragons named as the Sladrop. And with the dragons, they have a dinosaur-like anatomy. And then they have um, two fire holes, one for the gas and the other one for the spark. With the zippelback, um, they have two fire holes and one is for each head. So while one head emits the gas, the other head will emit a spark to light that gas and turn it into fire. Um, they have a sixth sense. Um, it's not necessarily a sixth sense. It's more like a special power. Um, it, it's different between all the classes and the dragons. And then, um, there's one dragon, the, um, cavern cr crusher. Um, it, um, can uh, collapse its skeleton into fitting into small spaces. Spaces. And this is probably one of the most unique uh, powers of any dragons, uh, and they're very interesting to study. The humans and the island, there's nothing really special. It's just ordinary. And um, then the for our statistics, the dragon population is unknown, but we've ranged it at around 50,000. Uh, the Burkean population was 1,000. And finally, for the modern population, it's decreased a lot to only 400. Um, there's, amongst the modern population, they have really died down since the last year and all that. Then, um... um this civilization has been very, very old. We think it's uh, back to the Bronze Age, but we're not too sure. Um, this island has been cut off from a lot of resources and other civilizations to learn from, so it is very simple. Um, the human's language for the um, is Old Norse, and then on... Um, the modern language, what they speak on Fair Island, is Scottish. The dragon language is called Deberdehin, 
and it is not a written language. And then their art um, on Fair Island, they are very famous for knitting. And the Vikings are very musical. They're all like singing and dancing. And then they have ornate carving and metalworking. They've um, made like different types of it. And yeah. For our culture and society, the society, it, uh, we believe that there are dungeons that are linked to caverns under Fair Island. The government system for. Uh, Burke is a monarchy, and um, the humans' religion is Norse. Um, there's uh, the foods are fish and mutton, and then um, their games are basically board games, and they have drinking games and ball games. Uh, for dragon culture, uh, blue oleander is very poisonous to dragons. Uh, even for a dragon getting close to blue oleander could result in serious sickness. Um, the only dragon we know of that is not uh, susceptible to being poisoned by blue oleander is the scaldron, which they actually seem to like to eat the blue oleander because it gives their boiling hot water a poisonous uh, composition. Although all blue, le blue oleander is extinct now, uh, we don't have anything left to study on its composition. Um, for the dragon games, they do a lot of updraft flying, and they um, wrestle. And um, there's this new game we discovered that the dragons do. It's called Snagarian. And what Snagarian is, is pretty much... Dragon baseball mixed with rugby and a triathlon and marathon. Uh, pretty much one dragon from a team, and each team is a class. So you will have a certain amount of dragons from one class, and then another amount of dragons from another class to play against each other. And one dragon will be up on a pedestal, and the pitcher or a boulder-class dragon, usually a gronkle, shoots a flaming ball of rock towards the batter, and that batter hits that ball uh, toward its team, and that team goes on this very long track that is designed to fit its class needs. So you'd pretty much have a stoker-class team and their track would be a very long uh, treacherous route through a volcano area and that concludes our podcast join us next time with a scientific expert explaining the extreme outburst of the raging case of dragon diarrhea and we'll talk about the extreme economic surge on burke so hope you had a good time and thanks.